Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I am Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. Howdy. <laughs> you that smart feller there, that Marky Lawrence, that guy? Some people say so. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't look too bright to me. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> it's remarkably rare in this room. <laughs> All right, welcome on board, everybody. It is the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. If you're a Text Connect member, just reply to a previous message, or you can start up a new one and send it to 70236. If you have not yet signed up for Text Connect, it is our method of sending you text messages about breaking news and information, uh, closed roads. For example, we did send out a Text Connect today about the closure on Routes 11 and 15 in Liverpool. Uh, weather warnings also go out that way. Uh, occasionally dead celebrities. that have to be one of the top 20 celebrities. No, deceased notables. Oh, that's, that's right. much, much plighter. That's true. Well, and it could be a you know a high level politician too. So <laughs> when a politician is gone, sometimes we would send out a text connect. A uh, lost politician, <laughs> <laughs> not gone. No, we don't mean really. We mean really gone. Really gone, gone. Gone for good. Well, not like gone, man. S- gone, but right? Gone. Closed roads also go out via text connect. So you get the idea. You can sign up at wkok.com, and uh, we'll send you. And we don't sell the list to anybody, despite Joe's protestations. And uh, it's just used to let you know that there's some information you that you could find helpful uh, on wkok.com. For example, if you go there now you'll find routes 11 and 15 in liverpool is blocked because of an injury accident that happened around 6 a.m a car collided with a tractor trailer according to perry county communications they indicate uh, at least a 9 a.m start is a possibility there to get the road reopened but there is no set time frame one individual was trapped in the vehicle and taken to a hospital via life flight so that is uh, the information that's happening down there We have uh, open lines right now. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. One of our good listeners said yesterday, if you raise the minimum wage to $15, that would fix the tax problem in the world. Capitol Police had... uh, Okay, that's one topic. Next topic, Capitol Police, probably in Harrisburg, had barriers set up. Nope, this would be in the U.S. Capitol. Capitol Police had barriers set up. They were broken. Monkeys claimed the building. Illegal my friend, says uh, Tom. So we appreciate that. Joe, if you would. Yes, um, Trump has his charisma. News programs, talk shows, and people in general want to know what he thinks and what he's doing. President Biden, sorry, doesn't, sorry, he doesn't have it, nor his VP Harris. Everyone wants to know what is happening with Trump. (laughs) 
I think that's so That's because true. he's lost his Twitter account. They've shut him up, and he can't communicate with people the way he used to do. Well, and One been, must wonder what he would be saying if he had his Twitter account. There's been remarkably little news about President Trump. Well, the news would be if he had his Twitter account and was tweeting about the events going on. Okay. He would, I'm sure, inject himself into the debate. Is he on some other platform? Is Don Jr. doing it now? For well, him? I don't know. That I thought the whole family was banned. I think the media has kind of moved on. Mm, I doubt it. I think they've just... Okay. Well, you're a Fox I mean, fan. Well, no, I'm saying that, the, that a couple of people I saw on the left posted how nice it is that one of the side effects of one of the nice things President Biden doesn't have to worry about is uh, Twitter and getting uh, obscene well, not obscene necessarily, but uh, offensive to him, tweets. Mm-hmm. You know, so in effect, what they've done is they've taken a giant step towards shutting up somebody whose opinions they don't like. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see what else. Well, you know, I have been consistent for free speech. I don't believe anybody right. should you, be well, censored or edited. So, but you have you happen to be involved in the leadership, or you were involved in the leadership of an open platform here. That would be the talk show that was on here during the time that you were manager. Absolutely, positively, anybody can call in any time and say absolutely, positively, anything they want? Do, have we ever, has anyone ever given you a, a set of restrictions about things that are off-limits, topics that cannot be discussed, ever? Well, you can't curse on the air. Well, that's the FCC. I'm talking about here, you know, the management of this company. Has anybody ever tried to stifle you from uh, a topic that you thought was important or should be discussed? No, I'm not saying that that's the, the, way, that, uh, the way that it's run here. I'm just trying to say Never that... Never been run that way. Is there a limit? If somebody calls well, sure, in... sure, cursing and foul language no, and... No, no. Threats of violence would be the limit. How about if, say, everybody says, I'm trying to uh, glom together a group of rioters that are going to storm a local building on Saturday at 2 o'clock. We're going to do this. Cause so that would be what you think right-wing people would do. But the left-wing people, if they decide they're going to have a little protest, that's okay. Who said that they were right-wing? Well, you did. You're assuming that they're going to have a riot. No, I meant left-wing people. Oh, well, left-wing people, if See, they want to peacefully... prevent you from hearing. If they want to peacefully assemble and, and we choose to advertise that, I have no problem with it. Many is the time okay. you've posted that some event is taking place in front of the post office at Lewisburg or people are standing in Cameron Park in downtown Sunbury. Right, well, that's not a violent insurrection. If somebody well, s- calls in and <laughs> says, I'm going to take over all How the many local- people are going to do that, Mark? Who's going to call in and say, hey, we're overthrowing the government of the United States today. Come on down and join us. The point is, is there a limit? If somebody said, I'm organizing a a violent insurrection at the state capitol, uh, do you mind if I make a pitch on your airwaves for people to join us so that we can go down there and kill legislators? You'd say, okay, yeah, you have an open mic right ahead. No, but if they uh-huh. chose to say, but if so they there chose, is a limit. If they chose <laughs> to say that on the street corner, they would not face any legal challenge, as far as I know, unless they actually acted upon it. Right. And once you act upon it, but still using our airwaves to call people to some sort of a, a potentially violent incident would not be acceptable under any circumstances. Ah, okay. So when, but that's not an abridgment of free speech. When, that's an exercise of common sense. When WKOK does it, it's good, but when Twitter does it, it's bad. But Twitter cut him off without knowing what he's saying. We wouldn't, that same person could come back tomorrow and say something, and we would not cut them off. They could have another topic. We've had people, in the, as you well know, in this show who have uttered some pretty offensive words, and we have cut them off. We beep them because those words are offensive, but we've allowed them back on mm-hmm. the air the next day. 
We don't hold mm-hmm. people constantly guilty for the indiscretions they may have committed a week ago. I see. So if a, the violent insurrectionists who want to kill legislators <laughs> call in one day and say, okay, we're organizing this, we're going to meet in Liverpool and go south from there. That we wouldn't put on. But if they called in tomorrow and said, we're, were, having, <laughs> we're having a, right. we're feeding the hungry day. We're having an annual <laughs> Kumbaya festival. We're meeting with heavy arms and uh, tactical gear at Liverpool. At the you are Red- obviously taking a serious thing and, and running well, it well into the absurd. See, I'm a true Republican. I don't like more more government interference, more legislation, more laws to control people. Let people then you s- ought to agree with me. Free speech is free speech. No, I think private companies should be able to do what they want to. I want fewer laws to control private no, we're companies. We're a private company, but we can't do what we want to. We operate under guidelines set forth uh-huh. by the Federal Communications Commission. <laughs> Thank you. My case entirely. Private companies should be able to make their own rules. So we should allow, we should ignore the FCC rules and regulations and just do what we want? I mean, almost everybody has some form of regulation or somebody has a boss somewhere. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Tom, is this torturous to listen to? Well, I don't know. I'll, make, I'll give something, Joe, else, something else to get mad about. Okay. The my, the my pillow guy got banned for life from Twitter. What? Yeah, he is. The my the my pillow guy's banned for life. Yep, and I and his but products are not being sold. I my wife and I walked through Kohl's yesterday and noticed an absence of the my pillows. <laughs> There's a big space where the my pillows were. Okay, but that that isn't why I called. I don't want to waste time in that. Okay, nonsense. go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yesterday, Dan put out a challenge. He said nobody ever calls up about about uh, all the good things Biden did. All they want to do is complain about Trump. So I'm going to take his challenge up. Okay. He's got, now, I don't know if you saw it, he's got a 58% approval rating already, and and uh, Donald Trump, I don't think, ever got above 50. I'll use Dan's words against him. He's doing, he's doing what the people wanted him to do. We won the election. He's doing what we want him to do. Donald, using another words, Dan's words, is the left just doesn't want us to have what we want, and we want the election. Well, I can use that against Dan now. But what the does, right doesn't want us to have what we want, and we won the election. What does an approval rating really mean, okay? And, well, it, it, well I don't know that. And, uh, <laughs> or, or don't well, answer either way. I say? <laughs> uh, his, uh, according to reports, his, these executive orders that he's signing... They're like 70, 30, and 80, 20. In other words, it's what most of the people want. The 20 and 30% are the people that call this show and complain. And guys like Joe McGranahan and Ben Reikley. But with the regular people, the normal people, 70 to 80% of them like what he's doing. But is what's popular want, always and they good? Want this, they want this COVID relief plan passed too, which it will get passed. With reconciliation, they're not going to get any Republican votes. And I know the Republicans think that's terrible, although they did the same thing with their $2 trillion tax cut for the rich. Would it interest you to know, uh, Tom, that Biden's approval rating, according to a Quinnipiac poll, is 49%? No, it's, uh, I saw. I just saw it on TV today. It's fifty-eight percent. That's well, on MSNBC. That's yeah. Their that's poll. on. That's, that's on MSNBC. A poll. 
Under 50% in new national poll. Yeah, it's 49%. Which, which isn't bad anyway. I think some presidents get a honeymoon. But no, Tom's saying that the American people want what Biden is doing. I'd say that not everybody does, and I think that he should be... No, the 20 to 30% like you don't. I understand. <laughs> you got your own one. Ben Reichley and Mike from Bloomsburg and... Stan from Danville and all these, and all these other people that don't want it. I understand you're in the minority. We won. Like Dan said, we won, we won what we want. We don't care what you think. Then how do you account for the fact that 51% of the people don't agree with President Biden, what Biden's doing? How do you account for that? They don't. It's 58%. No, it's 50, It's 49 Well, go by, if, you know, you're ignoring the rest of the news today. You're ignoring the Hill, and you're ignoring Quinnipiac's poll, and you're ignoring the news media that are reporting well, you, it. Or you're ignoring MSNBC. <laughs> well, yeah, for a very good reason. They wouldn't know, the, they wouldn't, MSNBC wouldn't know the truth if they fell over it. Uh-huh. Well, on, on another topic, this 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 break into this capital, you know, there were barriers set up. And they were knocked down and the police were pushed out of the way. Knocked down a lot of them. Right. Beat up. Okay. That is that is at a minimum it's breaking and entering. But then when you beat up a cop to do it, then that's another then that's another altogether different uh, topic. But this is the, everybody that crossed but, that line Tom, is guilty of that. Republic, everybody. Republicans are the law and order party. So yeah, I don't Yeah, to the party that has that has the blue the blue and black flags on their lawn with Trump signs, the party of law and order. Right. The ones that beat up cops. No, no. <laughs> and climb all over the building like monkeys. <laughs> and that's not legal either. You can't tell me that somebody can go into go on a, a government building and climb all over it. I mean, that's defacing public property at minimum. I believe you described them as monkeys in an earlier email. That's what they are. That's so, how they. That's how they were acting. They were climbing up the building like they had. They had ropes and everything like they were going mountain climbing. Who owns the like building? They were going to climb up Mount Everest. Who owns the building, Tom? Well, let me ask you this, Joe. Okay. I pay taxes in Lion Mountain School District. Okay. If I go down to Lion Mountain School District to a sporting event, and they have a yellow barrier, yellow tape park put up somewhere, and they say, you can't park here, and I say, well, I'm going to park there because I own this school. <laughs> That's what you're telling me. They can do whatever they want. Anytime they want. The no, That's not what true. I'm saying. That's uh, what I'm saying is that the Capitol is open for visitors, and they're open for people every day. <laughs> but they had they're, they're, but up. They did not want them in. Calling they them monkeys. Up. But they would have been allowed in. They would have been allowed to go in the Capitol. Oh, they they're going to allow. They're going to allow fifty thousand people in the Capitol. No, building, they, huh? there are limits, and they would have followed those limits. Oh, Joe, you're just making up. You're just making up nonsense again. <laughs> I mean, you ought to see how dumb you sound. <laughs> Listen, uh, what I'm saying to you is that I mean, the people nonsense. people are allowed to if if they they were people on the left there to have some sort of a, a rally you wouldn't have any problem with that and if it got out of hand you'd be saying oh it was just a few people that, no, that did it yes no, you would you've done it before you're trying to minimize this thing this thing no was, i'm not it was terrible and was i think president worst, was one of the worst things that ever happened to this government by by its own citizens well how about the time do you remember the time 
uh, let's see, when was it? It was in 1983 that the May 19th Communist Organization detonated a bomb in the Senate in an attempt to kill Republicans. Were you as outraged by that? And Susan Rosenberg... Those, those, those were... were uh foreign people. There's not a, Susan Rosenberg, people. who was an American citizen. We're talking about our own people. Our Susan, own people, our own now you won't even listen. You won't even listen. Susan Rosenberg was an American citizen who was arrested for this, and she was pardoned by Bill Clinton. And she's now an administrator Actually, for Black was, Lives Matter. Her sentence was commuted. She commuted. Was I'm sorry. Her sentence was commuted. And now she's a, an organizer and fundraiser for Black Lives Matter, Tom. Of course, we don't know. Your mute, mic's muted. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't approve, but I don't approve of it. Well, were you outraged then in 1983 when that happened? I don't even remember anything about it, but if I would have, I would be, yes. Okay. Well, then we agree. It's Everything's bad. Any, anything that results in violence wow. is bad. Do you remember this, Joe? Vaguely. I, I must admit, I don't remember it in great detail. Say, I can't remember anything about it, so, but if it was only one person, that's different. Well, no, Not it was more, they were. It's good, but it, it was one a group of people. It was a lot different than. Tom, it was, or however many were out there. Tom, it was the May 19th Communist Organization. It wasn't just one person. The one person who was charged with it, or at least one of them, Susan Rosenberg, was arrested for it and was pardoned or uh, commuted by and she Bill Clinton. Was, she, was, she was the one American that was involved in it, right? Is that what you're saying? No, it was a it was a May 19th communist organization here in America. They weren't so communists. They were all communists. All the people that were in that organization. But were that doesn't communists. mean they were foreigners. You know, there were American communists as well. Well, it's not that's not. I mean, I don't approve of it. Don't get me wrong. Okay, fair but enough. This isn't anything in comparison to what happened here. This is. Well, no, it's worse. They actually beyond, set off far, a bomb. Far that. They, you're wrong, Tom. It's worse. They set off a bomb in the Senate. It's worse. Must right. not have been a very good bomb. It didn't do much <laughs> it was, damage. It was, pretty, it was pretty good. It looks like a lot of damage. Anyway, Tom, what were the people in Oregon doing when the were firebombing the when federal they were firebombing. Oh, when they were firebombing the federal courthouse in Portland? Well, that's not good. I don't approve of that. Tom, but you it still it still doesn't <laughs> rise to this level. Okay. It doesn't rise. There's nothing that happened. That rises to this level with this many people. No matter how many, no matter how many things you bring up. Well, if you're talking about the number of people involved, I'll have to agree with you. But if you're talking about the severity of the incident, there are at least two that are worse. This one and the one where the uh, uh, Puerto Rican nationalists shot up the House of Representatives and actually fired guns and wounded House members. Yeah, these guys only threatened to kill members of the state House, they did, or the U.S. House. They didn't actually kill well, them. Well, that's because they, well, they might have threatened them, but because they didn't kill them because they couldn't get a hold of them. Right, they had them all <laughs> so, secreted I mean, away. They could have got a hold of them, what would have happened? So, yeah, that's, that's just not, a, not, not a really... Uh, a good example because they didn't get a hold of them. <laughs> no, they, they are not setting a, a good example. <laughs> Must be interesting to try to teach this in elementary school history. Okay, if you feel super strongly about the president, you can go up the steps of the Capitol and bust your way in and bowl over the cops, kill any cops in your way, and ask for the vice president so you can hang them. Anything, right. Any questions, Johnny? All right. Thank you so much, Tom. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Bye. Always appreciate your calls. Bye. Take care. All right. 1-800-795-9565.
1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, Joe's boned up on the fact that there really was a core group of individuals who uh, may not have specifically planned to go in the Capitol, but they so knew that they were going to take advantage of some opportunity to create chaos in the U.S. government. didn't look like they really wanted to take over the government. They really wanted to send a very strong message, and they were willing to, to fight, and they came prepared for that. But they were not the mass of Trump supporters that were in front of the president. And now, uh, the big crowd of Trump supporters were certainly stirred up by the president's remarks, and there's kind of like a group Did anybody, that goes with Did anybody, you know, this. they're supposedly, and, and no one has talked about this, but there supposedly were some pipe bombs placed before the insurrection, the if you want to call it that, the night before. But no one, you know, the FBI is usually pretty good at identifying bomb makers and who may have put it, but I haven't heard a single story about... You don't about, hear much about no, that. No, about supposedly that. a distraction. I mean, it was certainly being widely speculated. But as other something. than that, I mean, if, if they were the people who eventually took over the Capitol, obviously that's terribly wrong. But you said they came prepared to fight. What's your example of that? They, they Most of them were not armed with anything. Most of them, the people who did pick up stuff and well, were violent... weren't allowed in that area, so they weren't carrying oh, okay. their firearms. So they, they believed they, they followed that rule, but that that's the only rule they followed? Well, if... Joe, don't you see the logic, though? If you're going to carry a gun, you're never going to get be able to accomplish any of your goals at the Capitol. Why? I would think that would be if you were if you were planning an insurrection to overthrow the okay. government. I Let's would think they would be absolutely essential. Well said. What what what's your description of what actually happened down there? Let's let's hear you. My description the is a group version. of people who were egged on. I won't say they were incited by the president, but I will say they were egged on by the president of the United States. Went to the Capitol to protest what they felt was a rigged election. And some of them got out of hand, and then more of them joined in because there's that old mentality, uh, mob okay. mentality, that people will do things in a mob they would never do individually. And they got carried away, and they behaved terribly. They caused damage. They injured people. Their, their actions resulted in the death of some people, you know, and it's terribly <laughs> yeah, it's wrong. Just, it's the thin blue line fans killing another cop, I'll tell you. It happens all the time. <laughs> uh, you I, asked I, me what happened. Is right. that an unfair description of exactly what happened there? Uh, it was wrong, it was violent, it became violent, and it was wrong. I don't know if it's unfair. It's about 95% uninformed, but it is definitely, I guess How it's uninformed? fair. How uninformed? Well, do you know about the organization QAnon and all their plans in the weeks ahead and how they're communicating and egged on and told to prepare it and where to meet? And, and what, did they, to what did they actually do? What did the QAnon people actually do? Are they the ones that are responsible? Then it wasn't the president who egged on the mob? That's what I just said about five minutes ago. Okay, so you don't believe the president bears any responsibility? Uh, no, I agree with the president that he does bear some responsibility. We'll talk about this. Let's take okay. the quickie break. We will be back. Uh, we would have time for a speedy dialer, or we'll read the texts and emails in plain sight. 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse ask questions and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Well, one of our texters is taking me on. Says, egged on Joe? Really? Was that before or after the speech? Considering the chaos at the Capitol started before Trump's speech, how is he egging them on? Well, let's look at it this way. You think that after the people who stood and heard the president speaking, you think none of them went down to the Capitol and joined in and say, hey, the president tells us we can go ahead and do what we want to do here. Right, and QAnon and the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers have already busted in. We're going in. But too. still, I mean, there, there were people who went there to hear the president speak and then acted on his words. Uh, granted, the th- rioting took started before the, the president was done speaking, but that doesn't mean that he didn't send people down there. Just sent to Joe via email his first article he's going to read about the organizations that uh, preceded uh, that uh, planned and knew they were going to do some sort of trouble, uh, civil disobedience or other kinds of trouble at the Capitol. So he can read up on that. I found a PBS article. Washington Post is all over it. So there's a couple of ProPublica is doing work on this. But uh, it's very clear that it was planned that they were going to do something. Now, I haven't actually heard that they said that they were going to go in there, but when they found out that Mike Pence uh, wasn't going to uh, break the law and you know break away from the Constitution and throw out the uh, President Trump's victory, then it became clear that that he would. But he be hadn't the voted at that time, and so the president was saying that he he deserved some condemnation, if you will. He didn't say he should kill him. Well, I don't believe he went down to kill the vice president. Right, according to these articles, his letter that he issued, I think it was the night before <laughs> or the day before, uh, indicating that how he would behave once he got to the rostrum was uh, pivotal in inciting them still further to go after him when he said in advance look I'm he just said gonna. he was going to follow the constitution right. that's exactly what well, he did. Well that irritated them <laughs> He wa- they want the, the president's election thrown out and that's what they were promised would happen. Uh, both uh, Q and the Proud Boys leaders were saying that look all we have to do is let this play out at the Capitol and the president will be in charge or he will uh, declare martial law before the 20th of course, none of that happened. None of that happened. When we come back, let's talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene and whether or not she should be banned from the United States House of Representatives. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. We're enjoying an open phones Thursday, last day of Joe's retirement shortened week. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is here. Mr. Rob Setters, our fabulous producer. Fabulouser he couldn't even be because he covers everything that you have on a fabulous checkoff list. He's always taking great care of our calls. He keeps us on schedule, makes sure we don't fall behind. Fabulous bumper music and uh, making sure that the archives are archived and the WKOK podcast page gets podcasted. So uh, those are the fabulous requirements, and uh, he's got them all down. So we always appreciate his help and hard work. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com and text us at 70236. This is Be Kind Month. Uh, So far this week, we've been asked to catch up with someone you miss, offer to help someone who may be struggling, let a friend know they're appreciated, and today, send an inspiring quote to a friend. <laughs> oh, this will be good. Joe's going <laughs> to... Okay, this is to Steve Kushiloff. Blank. An inspiring quote. Well, one of my favorites is from Harry Truman. He said, early in my career, I had two choices. I could either be a piano player in a whorehouse or a politician. And to tell you the truth, there's really not much difference. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So don't use those quotes. Send an inspiring quote to a friend. Uh, How about... uh, I'll I'll send one to you, Joe. Okay. Begin with the end in mind. Begin with the end in mind? Right. So whenever you start any project or anything, or whether it's just taking a walk, think how it's going to end. Think how the project's going to end, what the final result is going to be, and then set out to accomplish things that make that end come about. That's one of the seven habits of highly effective people, says Dr. Stephen Covey. Well, I thought Harry Truman was very effective. He pointed out that there were choices in his life. One would have been good. One would have been not so good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The trouble is, to this very day... (laughs) <laughs> We're not sure. Well, he certainly was a good president. So He was an outstanding president, and he spoke the truth, and he spoke bluntly and plainly, which is part of what got him into trouble, just like somebody who was recently a president of the United States. Oh, not so much <laughs> what they did, but what they said. I got you. No, I'm not saying that what they did wasn't bad. I'm saying what they said got them into trouble, too. Gotcha. All right. We will continue this conversation. We have open phones, 1-800-795-9565. Got a couple of two, three emails and texts to look through as well, so we'll be uh, sifting through those shortly. Uh, On routes 11 and 15 in Liverpool, one lane is open in each direction. Traffic still very slow in that area. There was an injury accident on 11 and 15 in Perry County around 6 a.m. today. A car and a tractor trailer collided. Somebody was trapped in the car for a time and later flown to a hospital. Uh, no other details on that. State police at Newport are on the scene. Uh, traffic very slow getting past that area, but uh, the highway now open. One lane in each direction at Liverpool. Governor Tom Wolf proposing a major change to the state's uh, tax system. For the first time in Pennsylvania, there would be a graduated income tax. Individuals less than $50,000 wouldn't have to pay state income taxes. Individuals from fifty dollars to $84,000 would pay less, and those those who are above $84,000 in family income would pay more. He says this would be fairer. That's the thing about financial security. Most people who have it had to earn it. And if you're one of those people, think back to the early days when you were just starting out. If you could go back in time and give yourself just a little bit more help, wouldn't you do it? 
Coast. The governor is asking to cut taxes for Pennsylvania businesses by 25%. Another big part of the plan would be dramatically boost education spending. The governor said would fully and fairly fund every school and every district statewide. I love that quote. Wouldn't you go back and give yourself a little extra help? Maybe you should say yes, but not if I had to take it out of somebody else's pocket. Two local <laughs> state lawmakers reacted to the governor's budget address. State Representative Kurt Mosser, who is the caucus administrator in Harrisburg, and that makes him about the third or fourth most powerful Republican in the state house, said the proposal will take money away from his constituents. State Representative Linda Schlager-Culver said it would be devastating to the middle class. Some good news on the vaccination front. Over 700 more people in the Valley are now fully vaccinated for COVID-19. In their daily update Wednesday, State Department of Health confirmed there are 769 more individuals from Montour, Snyder, Union, and Northumberland counties. They're up to about 15,000 people in the central Susquehanna Valley. This higher vaccination rate is thought to be one of the reasons why COVID-19 rates are going down in Pennsylvania. All right, uh, let's see, what is that? Yeah, upper right-hand corner. Upper right-hand corner. All right, this is from our friend E.B. He says, I encourage all residents of the Pennsylvania 12th Congressional District to pay attention to what's going to happen today. The House will vote on whether to take committee assignments away from Marjorie Taylor Greene, the QAnon-supporting lunatic who pushed false claims of election fraud, said the Sandy Hook and Parkland shootings were faked, denied that a plane flew into the Pentagon on 9-11, has called for the execution of Democrats and floated an anti-Semitic claim about Jewish space lasers starting California wildfires. How do you think Fred Keller will vote? Will he vote to condemn these reprehensible acts or will he vote to support them? His vote today will reveal his true character. Watch closely. Actually, these aren't acts. These are opinions. Let's be clear about that. She didn't actually act on any of this stuff that I'm aware of. She just expressed opinions, which are ridiculous on the surface. And actually, they're ridiculous if you dig a little deeper. I think she helps control the Jewish space lasers, though. I think all that other stuff is just an opinion, but she is... I'm really surprised it isn't the Bar Association behind those Bar Association space lasers. Uh, Dan, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for calling in. We are very glad that uh, you're on our show. Hey, man. Hey, I'm glad to be on a tape on your previous caller. He he didn't mention any of the executive orders that President Biden passed, that ordered, that is positive. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, as far as ratings and popularity, yeah, I'm sure he's up there pretty good. Uh, but so would the previous president if he had the positive coverage that 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 president biden has and the only thing that i like a little bit is biden's going to give us a stimulus but even that's crumbs according to democratic uh, theory that's just crumbs fourteen hundred dollars you think about it. Well, how, how much do you want? think we should get? If that $1,400 is crumbs, what do you think should be handed out? You know, I, well, by Nancy Pelosi's standard, that's crumbs. Let's think about <laughs> it, Joe. They're asking for $1.9 trillion. That's uh, a lot of crumbs. $1 trillion <laughs> is $1,000 billion. And, and a 
uh, billions, a thousand million. One billion of that, if the, you divide 330 million into one billion, that would give each citizen three million dollars. One billion of that. You figure it out. They could give each citizen three million dollars and still have at one point whatever. Are you sure? Isn't it more like three hundred thousand dollars? I have to go back over that. Somebody made that same kind of mistake before. We have yeah. what? Three hundred and thirty million people in this country. That's about right. Three hundred thirty million. Okay. Approximately, maybe a little so, more. 330 million and you're saying a hundred times that that would be one dollar a piece that would be one a a thousand million is one billion okay so divide it out they could give me three million dollars i don't think so but i I could be wrong that's not fuzzy math you're you you know you you figure it out and you think what we could do, each citizen would do with three million dollars, we would stimulate this economy Is that like you never saw. No longer yes. would I get the small coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I'd go to the large. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> yep, he's figure it out. I'm, it's not fuzzy math. That's real math. And I get only fifty-seven hundred dollars a person. Yeah, yeah it's not. It's not three million. Is a is gonna kill the government? What they're putting every place else with that money that they're asking for, even that the Republicans asked for six hundred billion. They wanted to keep it at a half a trillion. At six hundred billion, one billion of that, one billion, they still have five hundred ninety-nine billion left. One billion of that would divide it out. Each citizen would get could get three million dollars, Joe. No, not every know. citizen. If you take yep, one every point, every citizen. No, every citizen. <laughs> Sorry. There's 330 million citizens. Right. 330 million people divided into 1.9 trillion is about $5,700 a piece for every man, woman, and child in the U.S. Yeah, not three million. Uh, a thousand millions, a billion. Right. No, I understand that part, <laughs> but. Uh, um, the uh, yeah 1.9 trillion trillion divided by 330 can't million even, a, a, a tri- 1 trillion a thousand billion we got three conversations going we on got, in here you got fuzzy that, no, fuzzy marks math uh, my, Mark is absolutely correct. I just ran this through a computer. It's five thousand four hundred twenty-eight dollars and fifty-seven cents each for every man, woman, and child. For every man, woman, and child in the United States, <laughs> not three three million dollars. Can you imagine? You're born, and then the doctor says, "Oh, by the way, here's your fifty-seven hundred dollars." Well, it's, I'd rather anyway, have the three million. I see what your your point is is well taken though even though we're coming up with different numbers on the math it might be easier and better for the nation to just give out the money 1.9 trillion to, you know x amount to every man woman and child 
I think. Uh, well, I think, anyhow, you know, we'll have to. You guys will have to get a math professor on to make <laughs> sure I'm wrong. I still think I'm right. Okay. Well, run it yeah, through you your know, computer and let us you know if you get a, a different result. Genius on there, and see if I'm wrong or right. But, but anyway, Nancy Pelosi called for, you know, that uh, when the tax was changed, she called what we would get uh, crumbs off the table. Okay. So, well, so uh, you know. And uh, I don't agree with you, Joe. When you said Trump egged them on, that that's not true. Okay. Trump didn't egg them a bit. They no, did, no, he just had told them to just go home. For a long time. <laughs> All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Dan. What they were going to do, and uh, Trump had nothing to do with it. You can't put Trump in the formula at all. All right, we got you. Thank you so much. Now, the president reportedly told his aides that he felt he was partially responsible. I noticed that a lot of people don't want to give him any responsibility at all, but even the president recognized that he was partially responsible. Right, and I ran another thing through here. Eight, there was a thing that showed up. What What is $18 trillion divided by the population of the United States? And that is $51,428,571. Okay. So it's not, there's no way $3 million each would take a lot of money. I'm sure the government could print it and probably would do it happily. (laughs) Right. And it certainly would be a game changer around here. Right. Joe would go right to Best Buy and buy the biggest TV they got in the back (laughs) row there. Uh, Mark, I'd already pushed the buttons. You were just waiting through all of this. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. I got a hell of a headache uh, listening to you guys talk about these figures. Okay. I mean, Sorry. that's just unbelievable. <laughs> and you still have, don't, haven't convinced him of, of, of what the amount of money is. So, well, anyway, I called about, hey, by the way, Trump is fallible. He's not a failed president. He's done a, did a lot of things. He pulled some troops back. I like this Middle East policy to encircle Iran. He's not, uh, 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 He's not a failure, but he does have personality problems, and I wouldn't want to work for him, and I sure wouldn't want to be married to him, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Yep, know what I, you mean. I called in, before, uh, I was listening to uh, Ground Zero last night with uh, Clyde Lewis, and uh, we got some serious problems with China. Uh, he uh, talked to somebody who knows that uh, they can take our electrical grid out instantaneously right now. That's how powerful they are, and... Uh, They've infiltrated our government, and uh, uh, the situation with the cyber, uh, there's going to be major cyber warfare here coming up. It's already started, really. And uh, uh, our economy is going to be in really bad shape within six months. Uh, This reset is going to be a nightmare. And uh, there's so many contradictions coming from the federal government and our own state government. There's a lot of money for education in this federal uh, budget down there in Washington right now, and we got a governor who wants to tack on more. I don't understand that either. But to get back with my main thought, we have to keep an eye on China, cause, uh, and not just China, other adversaries out there, because we're going into a very, very dangerous period. And I, I, I fear for our country. I fear for, I fear for the world, tell you the truth. 
All That's a good right. point. We have a lot of people nervous. You know, Very I agree with time. I agree with you. You know, it's hard. It's easy to throw everything about President Trump out, and he he is not an easy guy to like, in my opinion. But I think his policies. I mean, I keep going back to that. I agree with you. I think the things he did. He kept us out of wars, and everybody was saying when he first came in, "Oh, this man's got his hand on the nuclear button. He's going <laughs> to blow us all up." And yet he he backed us out of some very tough conflicts around the world. He yes, deserves he credit. Yes, he did, but that tweeting, too much tweeting, <laughs> and sticking to sit in his yep. mouth on, on occasions and all. But uh, we have a man in the White House uh, right now that China wanted, and uh, the situation is, is only going to get worse. Uh, I, 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 I would, I'd like that being on a positive note, but uh, I, I'm not. And, and within a year from now, uh, uh, I think some of the things I just said are going to be true, unfortunately. I would think China would be, if, if they had a vote in the U.S., I'm sure they'd choose Trump even though they were adversarial with him on trade. The fact that Trump alienated us in front of everybody made the U.S. a standalone country, and that helps China. Right. He, he, look at all those failed peace agreements he got in the Middle East. Look at all the things he did making our allies pay their fair share. Oh, yeah, he, he really ruined us internationally. So in making that comment, you're saying, Joe, that President Trump did not alienate any other countries well, President who used Trump to be did, allies. What President Trump did is say, America first. And what he meant by that, at least in terms of the actions I saw, was that when it came to a choice between doing what was best for an American or an American citizen or somebody in a foreign country, he would choose to do what was best for us. This is better for America, right? I think so. Would not China like that? This fact that we would be strong, that we wouldn't be with our allies, we'd be a standalone country. That's what I'm saying. Doesn't mean you're standalone. To say, say that, that America that comes first doesn't mean we stand alone. Just speculating what China would like. So. <laughs> well, I just want to say one thing, and then I'll let you guys uh, go back to Thank the figures. You. But uh, I, th- I think that uh, China has uh, a lot of business interests. I know Biden was involved. Uh, even Mitch McConnell's wife is heavily involved with uh, China. They don't want to uh, uh, upset uh, uh, that apple cart. And then uh, I think uh, basically uh, China is a, a threat, and, and, and the oligarchs in this country want to be mouth. I mean, and, and uh, I mean uh, Trump. So uh, just keep an eye on the situation. That's all I'm, I'm saying to you. But gotcha. I think, uh, yeah, we you will. Know, it, is, it, it is going to be uh, an interesting year coming up, I can tell you that. Hey, no Mark, thanks so thank much you. for your call. We appreciate it. Yep, call us again. appreciate that. All right, we're going to take a quickie break. We're reminding you of Be Kind Week. Send an inspiring quote to a friend. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> when it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guy's force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years.
Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565. Joe, you see callers waiting. you got emails and texts aplenty. Uh, you I go where you want to. All right. The Larry G. in Texas says, Good morning, fellas. I wonder how Tom will justify Biden's executive order that raised the price of insulin and EpiPens. The media is reporting costs have gone from $76 under Trump to $496 under Biden. There are more than 28 million people using community health services for insulin and EpiPens. This is a major concern for insulin users, especially the 6 million users who do not have insurance. As for President Biden's approval, 91% of registered Democrats think he is doing a good job, while only 18% of registered Republicans support the president's actions. Doesn't sound like we are any closer to seeing a United Nations. Keep up the good work, and that's again from Larry G. in Texas. And Doug says, one of Mark's favorite comments is that conservatives have fox funnels in their ears. Let me stop you there. I don't think conservatives have fox funnels in their ears. Just me. Just you. Okay. <laughs> Why is he so scared and worried about one news outlet that may lean a little right? Your side has all the network news, most of the cable news, NPR, 90% of the rest of the media, all of Hollywood, and the social networking outlets. Yet the left insists that any conservative news sources or talk shows should be silenced and shut down. Again, what are they so scared of? That's yeah, from Doug. I, don't, I don't know what they're doing. I'm not afraid of anything. I watch plenty of Fox. Uh, if it weren't for the five, I, I'd have no information at all. But uh, the uh, it's just Joe with Fox funnels. See, I it's don't even watch the five. <laughs> I, I know it's it's a joke, people. It's talk about Joe's left li- or right leaning interests, and so we know he watches a little bit of Tucker Carlson every night before he falls asleep. One more, please. All right. Isn't it funny how if Democrats don't approve... Is or that your word? Do you own that? I kind of made it up, but only because oh. people kept calling Republicans Retrumplicans, and I'm not a Retrumplican, I'm a Republican. Okay. And I said, as long as someone calls them that, I will call the other side Democrats. I wonder Democrats. if you can uh, copyright that. I don't think it's worth copywriting. <laughs> I freely give it to anybody who wants it. Okay. Or like, uh, isn't it funny how if Democrats don't approve or like what you say, it's stupid. Really, they sound stupid saying it. Okay. And one last one. How come Tom thinks it's so bad for these people to do what they did at the Capitol to the police and to a federal building, but he doesn't say anything about the riots that happened in Seattle at the federal courthouse where they were removing the barriers and fire, fire, throwing fireworks at the police? Yeah, okay. I think Tom did say that's bad. Right. We all agree that's bad. Okay. All right. Now, Chris, who's been patiently waiting through the verbiage, he clears his throat. He gets oh, his yeah, thoughts yeah, together. Right. He's well, I agree with that last caller to the extent that you guys gave me a headache trying to do math. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and Stan but I disagree with him about the China, the, the Trump uh, pulling us out of the Pacific Trade Alliance, gave uh, China free reign over there, which will have long-term effects. And he also pulling us out of the Iran agreement. Uh, they still have our money from that deal, which isn't really our money. It was their money anyway. And they, uh, we don't have ins- we don't have inspections, and uh, we don't have a guarantee they won't have a b- bomb in ten years. And it just moved it up, and so it got the worst of both ends there by what he did there. Uh, but about the, the 
the rioting, I don't know, it depends on your definition of rioting and maybe where in the Capitol building, but the Trump speech ended a little after 1 o'clock, and the charge up the stairs to get to the windows to break hadn't didn't happen until about 20 minutes after that, I don't, I don't believe. So when you say the rioting started, I don't know. And there were also reports that there were bombs on some of the people who were arrested at the Capitol building. Mm. And there were the bombs at the Democratic and Republican headquarters also planted that were discovered, but they were timed to go off, but they were discovered before they did. And by the way, that 83 bombing resulted in no deaths, and they warned the police that there was a bomb there before it went off. Still, it was a horrendous thing to do, but I just thought I'd Was that. anybody hurt? No, nobody was hurt. Okay. I don't remember it at all whatsoever, I'm ashamed. Well, I had to look it up. I certainly didn't remember it. And I don't think Joe did either, but he's had, having lists on bombings to compare it to, so there's some articles around on it now. Well, and just like the 1954 shooting of the House of Representatives by the Puerto Rican nationalists, I, I don't know anything about that. And people were killed in this riot by the Trump rioters. By well, the way, they, they don't have any connection to Trump, according to the uh, Dan, but they were carrying Trump flags. They came from hearing Trump's speech, many of them. And they'd been taking... Uh, the, the whole demonstration and, and setting it off was planned by inside the White House. But just what you don't actually. like, Chris, like you, what you don't like is us lumping all the BLM people together and saying that they're all terrorists, but you're doing the same thing to conservatives who support President Trump. Not everybody who went there rioted or even everybody who went there caused a problem. The yeah, overwhelming I'm, majority I'm, I'm were peaceful. it to uh, the people who broke windows and pushed their way in and but you you tied them to supporting you supported tied that to supporting president trump my point is there were many people there who supported president trump who had nothing uh wrong that they did absolutely nothing i'm not saying all trump supporters are rioters or terrorists i'm saying the people who went into the capitol building and certainly the people who broke windows beat policemen to death and went into the capitol building no, nobody beat policemen to Nancy death. Pelosi and assassinate them and break into their offices. Yes, no, terrorists. Nobody beat nobody beat policemen to death. Apparently, somebody threw a fire extinguisher at a policeman. But you make it sound like there was an an hour all all out assault on cops, and that didn't happen either. All right. So you beat a police officer, and he later dies. That's not. He beating. said beat policemen to death. Okay. Come in. guy, and he was severely injured. I don't know if he was the one who died later on or not. Okay. But, but for some reason, uh, we're not getting a lot of information. Usually when there's deaths like this, you get all sorts of information. The information seems to be kind of clogged somewhere. Well, and you would think they'd be able to determine who made those bombs. I mean, the FBI has a lot of forensic no, no, capabilities. I think they were very much home- homemade bombs. They were, were textbook. Uh, look it up on the internet. And, but still, and where do it. you where do you uh, buy? Where would you go to buy black powder or whatever? Or at K, K, what's a, what's that uh, stuff they use? Um, that's like putty explosives. I forget what plastic it's called. Plastic explosives. I don't yeah, think plastic they were explosive. that, they were that type. Even I think they were more of the black powder ones, and you can get that from from all sorts of places. 
But right. we'll, we'll see. Well, I don't know if the specific information about them have, have come off. But uh, but I I think the one report I saw is that they were pretty basic. Uh, look it up on the internet and follow a pattern. So that wouldn't give a lot of identity to them. But I assume they're looking and investigating. I would hope so. Eventually, we'll find out. But yeah, uh, and and also the other thing about the Capitol thing is they were doing precisely what Trump wanted, and he was supposedly happy with it. He was wandering around the White House wondering why his uh, his crew there wasn't enthusiastic that it was going so well when it was broken into. And of course, he didn't do anything for several hours about it, and he's the one who could have protected things with a, with just a telephone call, call, but he didn't. But uh, but they were doing exactly what Trump wanted, and they went to stop the vote stop on this. the election and delay it, so give him more time to find a way to be, remain president. That's what he wanted. That's what he got. That's what he was happy with. Yeah, he was gleeful, and that's why he should be impeached. He was attacking a branch of government and happy about it gleeful to quote his former friends in office yes all right that's it okay. have a good one hey Bye. thank you so much oh my gosh i'm shocked and appalled <laughs> we had six minutes allocated for chris all right sunbury motor company we invite you to do what i've done on many occasions uh, buy one of their ford kia lincoln or hyundai automobiles or one of the hundreds of pre-owned inventory that are in perfect condition you can select your perfect vehicle online you don't even have to go down there anymore not that there's anything wrong with that but you don't have to if you don't wish to if you haven't been vaccinated yet as most of us haven't or you can uh, do it online just because it's a sound idea pick out the perfect vehicle. Purchase it online right from your home. You can work out the trade value. It can work on that. And then if and when that vehicle is ready for its routine maintenance that'll make it last forever, you go to the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury where they specialize in all types of service. Just as they took care of you on the initial purchase, they will pump you up with nitrogen, inspect you, do your body work, and make sure you are aligned. And that is a service that you just can't beat. So go to the Sunbury Motor Company. They are super serving their customers every day. Well, sometimes they serve soup to their customers, too. But today, they're just super serving everybody at the Sunbury Motor. Yeah, we've got another busy day going thanks to President Trump, the impeachment, the Senate trial, and Joe Biden's fabulous first couple of days. And we didn't even get yet, other than one email, we didn't get to the discussion about the Georgia congresswoman who's going to maybe have her seat stripped from her today. Well, that's not right. <laughs> Uh, Mike Bolick says, D.C. politics, to me, obviously, the meaninglessness smoke screens of two impeachments and the investigations to cover a fraud election and a fake Russian probe. Okay, yeah, a lot of time wasted down there. Dale, you've been very patient. Thank you so much for waiting. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, what we're going through today is a life lesson. Like, I didn't vote, and I had no self-inflicted wounds or fears or anything like that, so I just think that... <clears throat> People need to learn acceptance and realize that they're powerless over other people's thoughts and actions. So, you know, it's a shame. I mean, I think the first time you vote is the first is the first day you put uh, label your avatar. And as you comment on on social media, you add things to your avatar. Next thing you know, you find out what your avatar is, then you can't accept it. You know, that's the whole thing. So, I think 
global media is social media. So you're building your own avatar, and then if you take a look at it, you don't like it. So same thing with a psychiatrist. You go there for two years, and they don't say nothing. You're like, they helped me. Well, basically, they didn't help you. You just heard yourself after two years. So then after, that, after you found out you heard yourself, you're done going to the uh, psychiatrist. So basically, I think it's just psychological, and I think that you know, it's all self-inflicted. If everybody, you know, once you label yourself and put your, yourself on the, on the grocery aisle, you're, you're already labeled. So I think it's all self-inflicted. Life is like that. You're making choices when you don't need to make choices sometimes. And you're, and you're powerless over other people's decisions. So I just I feel a lot of pain for people, but they're doing it for themselves. So, I, you know, all this liberal, conservative stuff, I don't understand it. I'm not either one. I'm not, you know, I, I don't vote for a reason because I think it's a choice that I don't need to make. And I think that, you know, when people vote, it's all self-inflicted. Now they're all getting remorse. So don't make choices if you don't need to, you know. That's basically what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. It's, that was much Avoid easy. making choices. Right. There, you, There's a sound piece of advice yeah, today. Yeah, you're powerless, and, and you're, you know, you're powerless, and you got to accept it. I mean, and your avatar is out of control. Yeah, yeah, your people are building avatars, and now they're going crazy because they found out who they are. I mean, it's a shame. Don't make choices if you don't need to. I said that at and the beginning know. of the pandemic. We'll find out who we really are. And, and we'll find out yeah, how our avatars true. are misbehaving. All right. Thank you so Good much. Point. Thank you yeah, so much, thanks. Dale. Uh, in the middle panel that Rob sent us. Yeah, right. Dick and Milton says he looked it up. 140 officers were injured during the riot. That's according to the Washington Post. However, NBC says 50 officers were injured. So apparently, you know, maybe they mm. consider things like uh, somebody cut their finger on a piece of glass or something right, like, like that. like the cop who lost an eye. That doesn't count. Well, no, but I don't know. NBC saying 50 police officers were injured, and the uh, Washington Post is saying 140. Yeah, so. I've heard the 140 a couple times. <laughs> All right, where I have it checked Okay. Off, it was interesting listening to Tom. He started his call by implying he was going to name some of Biden's accomplishments, but all he said was that he had a high approval rating. He didn't name one accomplishment. Trump said, I was elected president of the United States, not president of the world. I agree with him. Okay? All right. That puts Joseph on the radio. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Yes, good morning. Yes, I have an answer to the virus problem. Mm -hmm. uh, President Trump had referred to it as a plague, and, and it is a plague, and in, even, in fact, uh, biblical proportions. You know what I'm saying? Now, we I believe that the Almighty is in charge of everything, okay? And there's a situation here, and I'd like to explain it to you if you give me the time. It isn't going to take too long. In the book of Chronicles 21, Satan stood up before King David and I'll got let him you interrupt. Take Listen, Listen, we said <laughs> earlier you can talk about the general thing, but we're not going to start reading the Bible or the Quran or everything else. So, okay, if you want to make your here. point, I'm just quote some well, no, quoting is reading. Detail. So, tell us the point. Well, What's David, your point? Anyway, I'll, I'll paraphrase it. King David. Uh, took a census of his military. He wanted to see how much power he had, okay, instead of trusting the Almighty. And the Almighty sent a plague, a pestilence, upon Israel, and 70,000 men died because of what King David did. Well, King David then repented of that and took responsibility, and the plague ended. The same thing happened with King Saul. 
King Saul killed the Gibeonites. What's that have to do with the vaccine? Israel. And then at that time, David was king. So how do you draw this to today? Wait a second, Joseph, 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 how do you relate that to today? What would be necessary in your view? Forget all the things that are in the Bible, but what in what biblical view do you have of what would be required of us today to end the plague? President Obama and... No, I guess he's not even listening to us. <laughs> not listening. All right, okay. read this panel right here, and we'll go back to Joseph. Okay, uh, let's see. Which panel? Right there. Well, more of a left-handed compliment for you to get a chuckle, not expecting you to air it. Just hope neither has heard it before from Monty Python. You're like a stream of bats' urine. urine. You shine out like a shaft of gold when all around you is dark. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. All right, Joseph, we'll let you wrap up. Go right ahead. No, wait, you never give me a chance to explain. Well, what we asked you was to... presidents and prime ministers and kings of this earth would repent of abortion and of of homosexuality and all these sins, I believe the plague would stay. It's it's what King David did, and the plagues were stayed, and uh, there was... healing in Israel. That's what we were that's looking for, the bottom line, not the quotes, no, but the bottom, bottom line. line. And the people won't repent either. They're all in favor of this. LBJQ and all this crazy stuff is going on today. LBJQ. It's totally <laughs> against the Almighty's will, and he's allowing this plague to kill millions. And innocent people, by the way, the people that died in Israel were innocent. 70,000 men because of what King David did. That's wrong. Think of that. So should God be punished? No, of course he shouldn't be punished. The, the people, because of their sins, are being punished, and they don't know his ways and will. But if he, puni- if he, if he harmed innocent people, doesn't that make him guilty of some kind of uh, malfeasance, at least? No, no, uh, because the people, the people, well, I can't give you all the mind of Yahweh. I'm just telling you what I know the Scripture says. It says that Yahweh sent this plague, and 70,000 men died. Yahweh sent a flood in Noah's time, you know? The whole uh, population of the world died in Sodom and Gomorrah. The innocent babies die because of the fire of brimstone. When, you, when the rapture the takes place, there's going to be millions of innocent people dying. They're not innocent, all of them, the young and uh, the young and uh, 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 that are not responsible. They are innocent. I understand. But <laughs> all right, enough. <laughs> The sins of the Father are still being borne out to, today in our world. Oh, so absolutely. we got to repent. It, it happens. All right. Thank and you so much. Read the book of Revelations. Man, it's there. Okay. okay. We got you. Thank you Thank so much. You, but thanks for getting to the point, which is what we wanted. We right. wanted to hear what it would take to end this, and now we, we've been told. That. This one starts here. So the people went uh, after the speech. The breach had already happened, so how many of those people went in? Some may have been on the ground but never entered the building. Are they guilty of something? Is it now illegal to be on the Capitol grounds to protest? Seems that may be the case because the FBI, in hunting people that were in D.C. that day and never went near the Capitol building, they're tracking them with cell phone location features that would involve the three-letter agencies to be spying on the American citizens. Things are taking a dark turn. Biden was talking about it, and he's in charge of it. 
Okay. Okay. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'll probably be able to take another caller. One is waiting. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Joe's Choice. Dennis Laskowski says, on a normal day, at a brisk pace, it is at least a 20-minute walk to the Capitol from the White House. Factor in 100,000 people in your way. Good point. Eric, you're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. First of all, Don does not speak for the majority of us Bible-believing Christians who believe in love, not hate. Uh, Don always quotes. He wouldn't call God. Don. Uh, Don God who? Call him Yahweh. We have nobody. Uh, n- nobody named Don has called in about religion. It, but, there was who, Joseph. Who your call? I Joseph. 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 I apologize. Joseph. Uh, doesn't speak for all of Christians. Um, and the previous caller to that was the Avatar and so forth. Uh, not sure what that all means. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reason I called, though, is uh, I'm a strong supporter of Governor Wolf, but uh, and maybe even a supporter of looking at uh, trying to raise revenue to help people. But I am not, repeat, not a um, a supporter of legalizing marijuana. Um, that that's something you know to to say. Hey, we'll legalize marijuana just for the tax revenues. Now, my my, my family has dealt with addiction issues, and it all started with. Uh, my brother, who is still dealing with those issues, smoking marijuana back in the 70s, I believe that. So, and uh, you think the they would, the budget isn't Eric, would they have ever become addicted to more serious substances if marijuana didn't exist? They, that's like saying how many angels sit on the head of a pin. Marijuana does exist. Well, okay? I know, but... And, I, but and, and, and they're putting they're putting forth the thought that it is okay as a recreational drug, and it's not. It's not. It, well, going, it can lead to other things. Going back to our math issue from earlier, we looked it up, and exactly three million angels can fit on the head of a pin. Yeah, Stan, Stan <laughs> texted that in. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, we can get uh, Joseph to give us the Bible quote on that. I'm sure it exists there somewhere. Um, I, I think we, as Christians, uh, we need to look at a message of love and forgiveness. But to say that, hey, you know, all things coming down are a plague from God, uh, same people were saying the AIDS epidemic was a plague against the people with alternate lifestyles. You know, you know, God gave us brains, God gave us ability to deal with, with issues, and we're dealing with this through the uh, COVID epidemic by having these inoculations, uh, and we need to start embracing that, that God gave us brains, and that we need to uh, try to address the issues, which uh, well, we bring it upon ourselves because of modern technology and the ability and so forth, perhaps, uh, 
but it's not it's not God visiting uh, a modern day plague upon us, and that uh, we just sit back and 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 throw our heads up and uh, cover ourselves with sackcloth until God uh, God changes His mind. No, we have He gives us brains. Uh, we have a vaccine. Let's embrace the vaccine. Let's get over this. Okay. Maybe that's part of the repentance. Who knows? I mean, it, it's a complex. But and he's not saying necessarily that the virus is one of the plagues. He's just saying that these kinds God of outlines line up. You know, this idea of no. And he, he was quoting old Old Testament scripture where he's claiming David brought this plague upon us, and then he he's trying to bring in the LGBT community and and uh, people, you know, with abortions or whatever, are, are saying because of that God is. God is doing this. It's a plague. Okay. Uh, you know. Gotcha. I, okay. I, don't, I don't believe that. Eric. I believe that as a Christian that God is a God of love. Um, I, do we have to repent? Sure. We all, we all sin daily, and we have to, you know, seek repentance. Well, do you to think... say that this is a plague, that, that we have to stand back until everyone repents, don't bother getting inoculated, or, or don't wear a mask, which I see so much heavily in, in people of faith, especially down here in East of Snyder County, that people refuse to wear masks because they think, hey, they're not going to get sick. Or if they wear a mask, they're not showing somehow they don't have faith in God, that God will protect them. If they don't wear a mask, that's ludicrous. But I'm seeing it. Well, all right, if you want to be nice, tomorrow's big day for our Be Kind campaign is to stick a random Post-it note on somebody. On a random spot. On a random spot with something positive on it. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's an aside. Sorry. I, I just wanted you can to get arrested well, for that no, in some states. You're not going to be on the air tomorrow, right? You're no. on your no. I'm on weekend. it, right. right. I'm right. going right. to be sticking post-it. I'm going to be sticking post-it notes on people. He won't be tortured with be kind. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to work tomorrow, but not if we're going to do another be kind. Thank you so not much, Not if we're Eric. sticking post-it notes on appreciate people. appreciate okay. your call. Thank you for the opportunity to share some other points of view from also a person who is a Christian faith. Take care, Eric. Thanks for calling. Al, you're on the mark. Last caller of the day. Well, my litmus test, you know, is always the abortion thing. And we are people of one nation. And our nation says it's okay to have a kill a baby. So we all bear a responsibility for that. And uh, if you go by the Old Testament, you know, it's just a, a, a great lesson for everybody that when you start... Um, sacrificing your babies, God's not going to be very happy, and the apple cart is going to get tilted in all different ways. And uh, you get what you deserve, and you shouldn't really be going around judging everybody because we only have one judge, and that will come at the end for everybody the same. And that's just the way you got to live your life. I mean, we are a nation of one made out of people. And if we allow this to go on, it's just like Jerusalem back in the day. They allowed it to go on, and you know what happened to Israel. I don't think there were there abortions back in those days that God was upset about. Oh, sacrificing them. Okay, well that's true. Not abortions though. All right, thank you so much. We did not get to all the texts, so we'll try to get to those tomorrow. But I'll leave those for you and Ben. We did clear the board. Yeah, tomorrow's Financial Friday. We'll talk about the jobless numbers. We're going to hear from Joe Lundberg about another snowfall on uh, on the mark tomorrow. This is WKOK Sunbury.